Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Welcome back to the First Cut Podcast. My name is Kyle Porter. I'm here with Mark Immelman. Mark, I can see your face. You're on video today. This is awesome. It's uh, my my favorite one of these we've done because uh, we're looking at each other. Uh, welcome to 2019, Kyle and Mark. How are you doing? I'm good, man. Uh, gee whiz, what a time to be alive. <laughs> Goodness <laughs> gracious me. Uh, golf is just cool. Golf has become cooler. Uh, the PGA Tour, I'm sure they are giddy down in Punta Vedra right now. Uh, man, how about golf over the weekend? 82. That's just, that's incomprehensible for me. You it know, is. I think you've, the- you've seen it in the record books, you know, with Sam Snead, but you're like, no, really? Uh, I mean, one or two wins is fantastic, let alone 82. And Tiger Woods, man, what a man. Yeah, I I agree. I think I think the tour might be trying to get the players moved to Thanksgiving so they can keep the momentum going this year. <laughs> that would be a bad call. You know what? You and I were playing. What where we were going to be tournament director in a previous podcast. I think yeah. you should commissioner after that move. That would be that would be awesome. What? Okay, so let's start back at the at the end of last week. Tiger goes. He does the skins game thing. We're like, okay, whatever. You know, it is what it is. He's going into the Zozo. I, I, you and I were just kind of like, ah, okay, we'll see what happens. You know, surgery, this knee surgery in August. And then he goes out and all four rounds are 67 or better. A couple of 64s. I mean, what, what's your, like, what are you thinking as, as all this is, is taking place? Well, honestly, what I was thinking, because remember you and I talked and I was like, yeah, we got some late night primetime golf and I was all up for this. And and we had said, well, Tiger didn't look that great. In fact, was a little ragged at that skins game. The the, the physically he looked well. The golf swing looked in good uh, in good time, I would say, but just he was inconsistent striking wise. And then he starts off with three bogeys in his first three holes. And I'm like, oh, here we go. And I, I I fall asleep, I think it is. And then a few hours later, I wake up and the dude's got the lead and just yeah. didn't relinquish it. And so it was crazy to me to just see how all of a sudden he just found something. I, I don't know what it was, but this is what Tiger has done throughout his career. He would almost will something to take place. And, and he came out with those early bogeys, turned it around in a hurry, and from there just went from strength to strength and, and honestly looked unbeatable as the tournament progressed. Yeah, I agree. And and the thing that I kept going back to, and I talked, I've talked to, to a few people about this, and I wanted to get your opinion because I think the way that you think about this and the way that you talk about it is more sophisticated than the way I think and talk about it. But I'm watching him swing, and he seems he seems so much less stuck like through the ball. Like if you go back and and I know you probably called a couple of these Northern Trust uh, BMW at mm-hmm. at the end of last year, like he looked like just stuck after he made contact and he like couldn't he couldn't like get through the ball and I think when that happens you're you're unable to control it the way that you have to at that level 
did did you notice that like was that like in his swing was that something that you noticed how he was kind of freer through his follow-through I did, but you know, I'd seen this coming for a while. Um, I remember last season at the match play down in Austin, and I was on the ground calling his uh, match against Aaron Wise, in fact. Yeah. And Wise had him on the ropes, and then Tiger holds out that wedge on 14, that short four. That was sick. And then just goes from strength to strength. The next round looks just so impressive. And, and on the ride home with Robert Dameron, who's a pretty deep thinker, He's like, so what was it really like out there? And I was like, I don't see any reason right now why Woods should not win just from a golf swing point of view. You know, I understand the short game being a little rusty and that sort of stuff when a person's coming back. But his swing had a softness to it. It had a timing to it. It had a balance to it. And he didn't look like he was laboring anymore, to your point. And it certainly didn't look like he was sort of always heavy on his left side some. He was light on his feet. And there was... The golf swing, Kyle, in my estimations, is it's, it's part rotary, it's part lateral, and it's part vertical. And a player who can rotate and then get up through the golf ball without losing control, that's the player who stays in balance, and that's the player who accelerates the golf club without having to really work hard. And he started to show that sort of stuff, and obviously it came to fruition um, at the Tour Championship you know, prior to that, and then obviously at the Masters. And, and, and here in Japan this week, even at the, the match play, it, it had elements to it. It just looked like he hadn't played for a while. And then, yeah, at uh, the Zozo, when I caught some of the footage, it was the same thing. To your point, it's not a stuck sensation because he's not heavy into the ground on his lead side. And there's no over-rotation. Everything's just working in harmony. It's working in good time. And I think if I had to package this, I'd say to you, he looks like he's comfortable just saying to Rory, go and drive it 30 yards past me. That's cool. I'm going to beat you with my iron game, which I've done to everyone throughout my career. And as I look through the numbers for the Zozo, that's exactly what he did. He put the ball in play and then just absolutely dominated with his iron game. Yeah, he, he really did. And, you know, I, I, I you start going through this and you're like, well, how many, how many guys are there that are in the world that are better than Tiger right now? And, and it's always... It's always a caveat. It's always if the knee's good, if the back's good, if the neck is good, if the shoulders are good, if the wrist is good. I mean, there's, you know, all the body parts. Like, we've we've been through all that. But but when he's, when he's feeling good, which he was, and I thought it was so interesting that he mentioned, like, not being able to, to kneel or to uh, squat down and read putts at the end of last season. Yeah. I went back and tried to pull some of the PJ Tour Live footage to like see if he what he was doing you 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 were probably with him uh at the end of last year a couple of times but i i couldn't find anything where he was like bending over instead of like squatting down but he mentioned that i i just i don't know i think i think my thing is like how many guys in the world are better than him right now if he's feeling good and the answer is not a ton i mean the list is not long well you know, if you had asked me this question a little while back, and this is probably sounding trite, but it's true. You know, golfers, they didn't have the scar tissue that a generation passed, like the Gooses and the Ernies and the VJ Sings and that sort of crowd did because Tiger was just so dominating and he just used to whip up on them all the times. With the youngsters, Tiger was the hero. He was kind of the poster guy, but he was just that. He was the old hero. And when he came back, they were all jacked about it. You heard them saying, well, Tiger's back. We're looking forward to it because they didn't believe that he, they could, he could compete with him. But I got to tell you, when he's healthy, he is still 
definitely one of the top three golfers in the world in my mind, um, just because of the mental acumen. I mean, they're guys that hit the ball more flush than him. They're guys that hit the golf ball longer than him. Um, I, I, I got in, myself into trouble on social media because in a recent PGA Tour Live, uh, I, I said I would put Colin Morikawa's iron striking up against Tiger Woods. Mm. So it's a grief. Um, but Woods with the irons is is sublime. Medium irons, he's incredible. Um, and then just you know the ability to make putts when it means something it's that's an intangible you can't strokes gain something for that and you look at him yesterday i i was sitting with my golf team at corky's in memphis and it's on tv and he's got 15 feet whatever it was 12 feet and i say to the kid next to me you know this will be not an anticlimax because this is a big deal right and i was wondering what steve sands was going to say i'm like if tiger misses this and taps in I don't think it's going to have the gravitas and the energy of, in comparison to him knocking that putt down. And lo and behold, the guy knocks it right into the heart because that's what he's done throughout his career. So mentally, he's still as sharp as anything too. How are you feeling about that Morikawa-Tiger comparison? <laughs> Look, Colin Morikawa was still very accurate. I'll give him that. But but again, there's the, there's this Tiger Woodsism about him. Tiger is – he just finds a way in the moment to get it done. And that's what I think everyone in golf who knows something about golf struggles to wrap their head around because it, 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 it's an odd sort of a deal. And, and, and I've got to credit his father, Earl, with us and, and whoever. But when, when the chips are down, Tiger Woods just turns into a superhero between his ears. So there was a quote from Gary Woodland at the end of uh, – or after the round. So they played the last two rounds together. They played round three and round four. Round three was mo- was was on Sunday in Japan. For us, it was Saturday night. Mm-hmm. Um, and he said – and then obviously Monday finish was round four uh, or the end of round four. He said it was a ball-striking exhibition. I mean, everything was just good. He drove the ball beautifully. His distance control is a joke. I've never seen anything like it. And then he made some putts. That adds up to a three-shot victory. It was impressive. It's something like I've never seen. He misses the ball in the right spot every time. That eliminates a big number, and when he does that, he makes a lot of birdies, and that adds up to some pretty good weeks. He didn't miss a ball left, I don't think, for two straight rounds. He misses in the right spots, and, I, and like I said, his distance control is so good, that adds up to a lot of birdies. I mean, that is a quote that... You know, Brent, Brennan Porath of SB Nation and the, the shotgun start, he put this out there and he said, this could be 1996, it could be 2002. You could, you could put this quote on anybody in any of the Tiger years and it, would, and it would still play. The fact that it's 2019 and that it's still true is pretty crazy. Yeah, well, uh, you know, that's that, that's Gary saying what we all know, and the Tiger at the best is, is just incredible with the iron game. The difference now between sometimes back then, he used to beat folks with power, uh, and, and he'd just drive the ball along wherever, and then he'd play from there. Now he's playing from behind some of the long drivers, but he's playing from in the fairway more often too. And so, yes, that quote, would that would last forever. But the way he's doing it is just incredible too. And and as I look back through this career and these 82 wins and all of these major championships, the guy's basically done it with four golf instructors, not counting his dad and Rudy Duran from back in the day. He's changed techniques multiple times. Now he's doing it by himself 
which is impressive in its own right. He knows exactly what he's going to do, uh, and and he's still doing the same things. And so that just speaks to someone who's completely evergreen and someone who is just, I think it's more than a generational talent. This is a millennial talent. That's what Tiger Woods is. We're going to take a break. Uh, we're going to hear from a sponsor and we're going to come back and talk Sung JM's run at, uh, no, I'm just kidding. We're going to talk more tiger. That's all we're going to do today is talk tiger. We do like Sung JM though. Uh, so let's take a break and we'll be back uh, to talk a little bit more tiger. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price. Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's cousin Kevin's kazoo concert in Kansas city, go Kevin or Becky's bachelorette bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, motion sounds something like this. Kizik helps you experience the magic of motion. With over 200 patents and easy on, easy off technology, you'll never have to touch your shoes again. There are hundreds of styles and colors, plus a squish like nothing you've ever felt. For a limited time, get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com slash socks. Okay, Mark, uh, obviously Tiger gets to 82. I don't, I'm not going to give you an over-under on his career wins because I think it's just it's impossible, and I know you, you don't love playing that game anyway. But I did want to look at – so. Totally be wrong with Tiger Woods. My wife said this to me. <laughs> I was, she's like, I listened to the podcast with you and Kyle. She goes, do you think that's going to age well? <laughs> I'm like, probably not. But, but, but that's just the thing. And she actually said to me, kudos to Tracy. She goes, I see what you're seeing, you know, you know, because I talk a lot of golf at home, obviously. And she goes, but Tiger just has a champion's heart. And he and she that, that was her term, a champion's heart. And she goes, he makes it happen. He finds a way. And so, I've given up trying to prognosticate about this guy. I mean, who knows what he's going to achieve? I I agree. And I think you know I I do want to talk about 2020 here in a second. But I, I listed the guys that have over 50 PGA Tour wins, and it's a it's a really short list. Yes, it's Billy Casper at 51, Byron Nelson at 52. Arnold Palmer, 62, Ben Hogan at 64. Ben Hogan at 64, I think is crazy underrated because he didn't play. He didn't play 75 events. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, exactly. He didn't, he didn't play as much. I mean, Phil's on like event 605 or whatever. That's not how many Hogan played. Uh Uh, And then Jack Nicholas at 73 and then Sam Snead who won 82 of 425 and Tiger who won 82 of 359. I mean, what to you? What is what does it mean? What what does it say that Tiger is so far ahead of guys like Jack and Hogan and Palmer and doing it in an era where I think the I mean he's still winning in an era where I I think the bottom of these fields is probably I don't I don't know about the top but I think the bottom is better at least as good or better than it's ever been in golf before. Yeah, what it's you know I'm going to take that a little further and because look. What I think really is immaterial. What he does is super special. Uh, I look at certain win percentages. Like you talk about, I think his win percentage is somewhere in like 23% of the events that he's played. And that's ridiculous throughout a career to win one in four events against the world's best golfers. Because he doesn't play in, 
you know, substandard events. When Tiger plays, it is one of the headlining events in the world's game. And so to win with that sort of a clip is crazy. I mean, his 54-hole lead or co-lead conversion is off the charts. I mean, I think I saw a number, and, and credit Justin Ray for all of this great stuff. He's won 93% of the times. He's converted a 54-hole lead 54 of 58 times. Next best was Jack Nicklaus at 60%. Tigers, incidentally, is 93. So, you know, all of this stuff aside, just the the way he does it, the how prolific he's been, um, how when he's got the bit between his teeth, you know he's not going to relinquish the thing. And, and for a competitor, this is what I'll add because I've worked with golfers who have competed against him. You know, golf is a strange sort of a deal because you know that mistakes are likely to happen. And if you're in contention, there's a chance that the guy in front of you might fall over. So you've just got to do the right thing and put yourself in position. And sometimes the chips fall where they may. If Woods is in front of you, that is highly unlikely. <laughs> and so you've got to do something that is probably beyond your own um level of I would say not even skill level just your 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 overall holistic level and and doing that just puts so much pressure on players because they know they can't make a mistake and when they're in contention because Tiger is just going to close you out then yeah and this I mean I don't I can't remember when he led uh at the tour championship when he won last year I, I know at the masters it wasn't until I mean, he was, he was in it, but he wasn't leading like he was here. This was like classic, like, I'm going to get out in front, boat race everybody, and then just give the Heisman to the rest of the field. I just hold everybody off. Nobody, I mean, Hideki like kind of threatened, but not really. And it was just like, I mean, you could have taken the numbers from this performance and the way it unfolded straight out of like 2005 or 2001. And, And I think to me, that's the part that it's like, wait a second what's this going to look like in 2020, right? Like, wh- like, is this, is this one of many, perf- I mean, I, I think 2020, I, I know he won the masters this year and, and, you know, had, he had a great year because of that. He didn't have a great year overall, but because he won the masters, it was a great year. I think 2020 has, I mean, I, I, I think there's a real chance that it's his best post uh, back surgery year uh, yet out of the three or four that he's, that he's been around. I, mm-hmm. I just, I mean, the way he did it, it was like, wait a second. Like, what What are we getting in 2020? What, what are your expectations for this next year? Well, emotions are going to be high. I mean, when Tiger Woods is in the field, the ratings are going to be <laughs> just absolutely incredible. Television companies are going to love it. Whoever's got the contract for this stuff in the future. Um, I think the fans are going to be rabid because – uh, you know what struck me too, you know, and, and now I'm stepping away because you know this is what I'm like. 2020 is going to be fantastic. Look, you and I are going to love time out there on the tour. But the, the the impact of Tiger Woods on the fans, you know, a few years ago, there'd be some fans would show up to see if Tiger was going to have a wreck. It was kind of like a NASCAR race. Look at the fans out there in Japan, man. Those folks were falling over themselves. They were running to get into position to watch just Tiger Woods play. It was such a thing. Even with the Decky, who's the favorite son out there, I mean, I thought I heard that there were louder cheers for Woods than what there were for Matsuyama, who's Japan's arguably one of their great golfers of all time, bar Jumbo Ozaki. And 
I think next year in 2020, the fans are going to be out on mass, and golf is going to be a spectacle. And events like the Players and the Major Championships and the World Golf events and those sorts of events that Tiger Woods plays are, are going to be just off the charts. I mean, I don't know when his first start will be, but Bay Hill is going to be unreal, you know. So it's it's going to be it's going to be all sorts of fun. Yeah, it it is. Uh, by the way, do you think there's a better chance that Tiger? Is there a better chance that Ernie Els picks you for the international team as a captain's pick or or that Tiger uh, picks somebody other than himself? That's downright rude, man. Come on. <laughs> um, you, Ernie will probably pick me before Tiger plays now. I mean, uh, isn't this strange too? And this is another one of those things you asked me and you're like, what do you think does Tiger play in the President's Cup? And I was like, I don't think so now after <laughs> Now, now I think if Tiger doesn't, folks, I can see Carl Porter in my screen over here, and he's bent over double laughing. At me. Um, I think there'll be a public outcry if Tiger doesn't play himself in the Presidents Cup in December. I, I, there might be mutiny in the golfing world. Well, Gary Woodland basically said, like, like he was asked the question after the Zozo, and he basically was like. Why are you asking me this question? Like, <laughs> like what? What's? Why is this? You know, it's not a question. He's like, I think he said, like, if he doesn't pick himself, he's dumb because he's a, he's one. I mean, he's number six in the world. Like, it would be kind of unprecedented for him. I, I mean, I said on HQ today. I think the only question is whether he wears the earpiece while he's playing or whether he puts it. You know, let's uh, <laughs> let Steve Stricker hold it on the on the sidelines. Hey, you, you, you know what, too? And then, you know, Tiger's got the – he's got an element of showman to him. I mean, that we all know. And I don't know what round it was. Someone over there in Japan said to him, so, Tiger, uh, what's your thoughts on playing now um, in the President's Cup? And ever cool, he goes, well, Tiger Woods, the player, impressed Tiger Woods, the coach. <laughs> I'm sure he did because all of the – it was a hell of a field they had out there, and he just basically mopped the floor with all of them. Yeah. Yeah. It, it was uh, an incredible performance. Um, you know, I, I'm with you. I, I think the, the 2020 thing, I, I just, you know, we've gone into, I guess we went into 2019. We went in pretty optimistic after coming off the tour championship. He, he didn't really, I don't think he played any until the hero and then coming into to 19, we thought he might play the tournament of champions. He didn't. So I think there was optimism and then it kind of, faded a little he wins the masters and it it increases and then it fades consistently throughout and we're we're right back where we started though i think there's a ton of optimism going into 2020 and i think there should be not not because he won let's say rory goes out and, sh and it's like 25 under and you're like wow that's you know that's tiger didn't win mm -hmm. it, it to me it, it doesn't matter like it the reason for optimism is not because of a score but because of how how much more fit and younger and better he looked on the course than he did over the last few months of last season yeah 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 it's it, it it is incredible isn't it it's like i can see now and and what he was saying because he's become very candid candid in press conferences too where previously we never really knew what was going on and when he came back from this one the the knee scope or whatever it was he's like it's it's nice to be playing pain free and to be able to bend down to your point and that sort of stuff and so now it's amazing just how well he looked and, and how now it seems like the world is his oyster again 
where previously it now has occurred to me how he really was playing with a bum knee for a little while there and must have been in some pain and it certainly was affecting the golf swing and there was that knock-on effect he spoke of to the back taking extra torque and such so it, it, my mind is all over the place about this entire Tiger Woods thing but and suffice to say the future is bright yeah for sure for sure. Um, okay, you got anything else from the Zozo? Uh, how yep. you feel? You feeling good about Matt Schaub at, at quarterback? <laughs> Stop. Uh, are they still playing football? I switch. I, you know what? I didn't even watch on Sunday. Isn't that embarrassing? Um, no. I want to ask you, Kyle. I'm going to yes. turn the tables here. Obviously, you know the world has come out. Um, everyone is getting to social media and. And, and congratulating Woods, which I think is cool. I mean, there's Condoleezza Rice and President Trump and Magic Johnson, and and everyone's congratulating the guy. So you've looked around. I know you have. Of all the tweets you've seen, what has been the best or the one that's the most noteworthy to you, who or why, in terms of the congratulatory uh, notes to Woods? Uh, that's a good question. Um, you know, I saw that – I saw – I actually just saw this uh, – Rory today I think I think it means like I read that Gary Woodland quote earlier and like yeah the like the president saying something or, or whoever that's not in the arena like that's fine that feels a little like uh my PR person did not not that it's not genuine but it I, I think it means so much coming from guys that are like in the arena with him that are like this is this is crazy this is like crazier than you guys think it is Mm-hmm. And so I saw this one from Rory. He said it wasn't a tweet, but it was a quote. He said to win 50 times on the PGA tour is an unbelievable achievement in itself. Even Phil's number of 44, but to get to 82, he said, I feel like I've had a decent career. If I win six times a year for the next 10 years, I still wouldn't get there. <laughs> that's just cool. Just, just meditate on that for a little bit. That, that, that speaks to the gravity of, I mean, when I sent a tweet last night and I was like, I just can't, can't, cannot comprehend 82 wins i've been around golfers i've taught professionals where if these guys finish their career with five pga tour wins that's a really really sharp career you know you've had a good time of it you made a lot of money you've beaten some of the best and something to hang your hat on well this guy's done this 82 times i mean it's just ridiculous yeah he's one he's uh yeah it's it is crazy incidentally Incidentally, my the, my best tweet comes from a boy who it's likely now that I'm going to owe him dinner because we have a standing Falcons Carolina Panthers bet, and this is Harold Varner. <laughs> and HV3 tweets, I knew your old ass would get it done. <laughs> Congratulations on 82. Legend. Hashtag legend. Harold Varner, what a beauty. <laughs> isn't, it, isn't it funny that like somebody at 43 is considered an old man in, in sports? Uh, well, well, look at Brady. I mean, these guys are finding the fountain of youth. I, I need to go and I need to go and ask one of them what they're taking because I'm 49 and and barely holding. Well, I saw I saw somebody the other day that said like normal people are like. So I'm 34. So this 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 kind of resonated with me. And and this guy said normal people are like, hey, I'm 35. I got my whole life in front of me. And in sports, <laughs> it's like this guy's 35. It's a, it's a miracle that he's still in the league. That he's still playing sports. True, and and golf too. I mean, golf is not football or anything like that. But when you hit as many balls as what these guys do, yeah. your wrists, your joints—they're taking all sorts of load, all kinds of torque. The golf swing, 
to be honest with you, the body was not designed to swing a golf club with all of the rotation and the movement and such. And, and week in and week out, you're traveling, there's different golf courses, there's different climates. It's not like when you go to a basketball arena where it's basically the same thing. So it's grueling physically and grueling emotionally. And so at 43 years, I actually read a very interesting article where all of the greats of the game – their games began to wane at age 42, I think it was. Yeah. Very player, Jack, all, all of them. I mean, all, all of the guys, there was a noticeable downtrend at the game at that age. Well, here's Tiger Woods, who's clearly found a little something. So once again, he's uh, doing things that people in the game haven't done before. Yeah, it's true. Uh, okay, Mark, great stuff. Uh, always fun to talk Tiger. Uh, be good, and uh, we will talk about uh, Sung JM's HSBC Champions victory at the beginning <laughs> of next week. All right, Kyle, you go look after all of your babies. <laughs> okay, talk to you soon, Mark. Be well. Bye.